last episode of Reapercast. For the episode of Reaper number 13, The Devil and Sam Oliver. My name is Smooth Throat Cat J-Rod. And my name is Casey. Yes, my throat is gone now. Yes, in the ten minutes since we did the last one, I've coughed up everything. We did go through an surprising George Strait concert. Maybe it would. Um, I'll sign off with some George Strait today. There you go. No, serious note. <laughs> um, in ReaperCast news, you can find us on the web at com. And you may or may not be able to email us at mailreapercast.com. Just drop us a, a blog spot comment. It's easier on all parties, I like yes. to think. If you must email us, and it doesn't work at the Mail at Reapercast thing, try back40podcast at hotmail.com. Try that. And I would like to say that once again, all is right with the world because Jared has done the addresses. I didn't do it on the last one. No, I did it, and that's why I always wrong. I'm going to try to get through this one without coughing as much. I'll try to run down the hall and cough in this episode. <laughs> um, in Reaper news, um, we have some finale ratings for you. These come from Reaper site. Reaper was number five in the time slot with 2.22 million. That's 2.22 million viewers. That's up from last week's 1.89 million viewer effort. And the finale was coincidentally the first week that Reaper was not faced with competition from a certain show called American Idol, which helped it. Indeed. Um, by the way, congratulations to Chris Allen for winning American Idol. That's belated, but I wanted to throw it in there. Yes, we congratulate. Yes. And also look forward to hearing from Adam Lambert because he's going to be successful. Amazing vocalist. Yes. I just got so tired of everybody telling me he was going to win. Tales from the rumor mills say that Queen has asked him to front their project. He should. Yes. Queen is awesome. He sounds man. really good, too. Man can except sing. For, except just, for the Johnny Cash one, man. That that is, is, I've been insulted ever since he tried to ring a fire. Like I wanted to throw it in my mouth. Anyway. Nothing personal. Um, just, no. Going away from the American Idol review and into the... Is this not the American Idol podcast I signed on for? Dang it. We should have done that. <laughs> Along with the five million anyway, other people. Going going into the Reapercast finale episode for season two of Reaper. Um, the Devil and Sam Oliver. The soul in this one was a uh very weird uh stoner dude <coughs> who when he nastily licked his toads he had in his aquarium. He got high off of toads. Yes, he got high off of toads and licked them and grew a giant tongue. Which Wrapped was, it around Sammy. Which was very scary and nasty. But the vessel in this episode is one of the coolest. It's a machete. A machete. That's yes. right, people. Yes, a machete. Dewey, you cut me in half with a machete. The wrong kid died. Wrong kid died. Uh, um, but it's a machete, and it was very, uh, it's a machete. And it was very enjoyable to see, because I was like, wow, a machete. And it immediately made me think of the movie... Walk, walk hard. Walk the Dewey hard. Car, the Dewey Carts. The Dewey um, Cox story. Down lives. Dusty road. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, the worst singing ever. But anyway, oh be back. Anyway, is Jared will be right back after these messages from Benford Tools. Um, we're gonna head right into the Reaper okay. Cast recap. Um, at the workbench, we started out the finale at the workbench, and a new greeter. I get the workbench. Yeah. Um, a new greeter, Mary Pet. Gosh, dude. <laughs> I can't talk and you can't talk. I got this. And we're just. <clears throat> Meanwhile, at the workbench, a new greeter, Mary Pat, is greeting customers with such flair and happiness. Yes, man. She is so giddy and can stuff. You, um, the, yes, can I can move it over. So I can read yes. And the gang is standing there, you know, Ben, Sock, Andy, Sammy, astonished and repulsed at the same time by her enthusiasm for all people. Meanwhile, Tony hasn't gotten back to Sam on the translating of the scroll that Mr. Oliver sent from hell. But right before that, because the recap did not include this funny bit, Hello? Can I help you? You look lost. <laughs> we work here. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm Mary Peppa. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, enthusiastic Mary Pat. Meanwhile, though, Sam... Oh, I'm sorry. Goes to the stock room and finds a boombox playing some circus music. <laughs> he finds himself after picking it up, teleport to a street corner and a shrine to Jimbo, the dancing monkey. Yes, Jimbo. He was a cute one. The devil is mourning the death of his favorite monkey. That's twice in a row the devil has lost somebody dear to him. I know. What's this saying? Is this some hidden message? Yes. Maybe. Meanwhile, I give Sam the file on the newest escaped soul. Then ask Sam to dance for him like a monkey. Sam refuses and the devil reminds him who owns his soul. He's like, but I own you. He puts a fez on him. A, a tiny fez. little monkey fez. <laughs> This is fair. Good day, I think. Good day. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. I was hoping you would do that. And the little dancing monkey made me think of an episode of Boy Meets World. None of Boogie did. No. Made me think of. Little Alec. Yeah. You give me five. I bring you the money back. Little Alec, <laughs> big Alec. That's what it made oh, me man. think of. Two great shows and that one little monkey. That's right. Sam has no choice but to dance as everyone stares and the devil says, Better. Do it better. <laughs> Your life depends on it. And then we get the cool little Reaper name tag um, explosion thing. And it is cool. It's different this season, hasn't it? Have a, a bad day. Yes, it looks nice. It looks a little, I don't know, it looks a yes. little fancier to me this year. My name is Reaper. Have a bad day. And then Mary Pat, she continues to greet everyone. Um, we'll do me everyone. Rather enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. I quickly got annoyed with Mary Pat. Mm-hmm. Um... And was very glad later on in this episode when a certain thing happened. Yes, hilarity. <laughs> anyway, Sam bemoans his dancing fate to Sock. That was a nice word, bemoans. Yes, whoever wrote this review. Awesome. Uh, cheers to you. Touche. I did not even use that word. Props right. to you. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. I saw a show <laughs> or a movie where they kept going touche. It's like, you just didn't use that word right at all. <laughs> I don't know what it is now. Anyway, the new solo is Roger Lund, a drug dealer, and the vessel is a machete. 
Sock's busy setting up a new paint mixer, and I can tell things are going to go wrong. Jared did, in fact, while we were watching this episode, say he didn't clamp them. Yeah. And that's exactly what he forgot to do. He didn't clamp one of them. Because I used to, I used to mix some paint. Yeah. Anyway, a can goes flying, just missing Mary Pat as she bends over to pick up her lucky coin. She explains that she is protected by fairies. Lucky, oh my lucky fairies! And all at once, they I keep was, me safe. She's like a little leprechaun. And all at once, I was taken aback <coughs> that, that she would. Um, I wanted Tinkerbell. Really? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really, Casey? No, I did not. Um, but Mary Pat wanders off. Um, and then the guys go to the trailer park where Roger lives. They go inside and find the place covered with toads, and it's all ribbity. And uh, Roger's sitting on the couch. Ribbity, I like it's that. Ribbity. And uh, he asks for a chance to get high before they send him back to hell because, you know, he can't stand hell. Sock busts out with, he the, needs a buzz. with the high term. Yeah. He needs a buzz. Ride the something. Something yeah. to something. I don't know. I don't remember. It was druggy. It was classic. Um, Sam agrees and says, okay, hurry up because I got to send you back. So then Roger does something totally disgusting. He starts licking his toads. Now take a moment for that to soak in. Licking his toads. And then he grows a giant tongue, which was also disgusting. It looked almost as long as Gene Simmons. Um, which we got to see on the American Idol for now. But he, he sticks out his tongue, wraps it around Sam, and pulls Sam toward him into his mouth. But then Sock... Ever present manages to grab the machete and that's really telling too. Yes, chalk the machete, <laughs> yeah. the vessel sock. So he slices the toad tongue off. I would expect I wanted to just cut the tongue off, but no, they slice. Yeah. And uh, he sends Roger back to hell in the machete. Um, ben decides to take the toads to home as pets because Ben is apparently the animal keeper. He's an animal freak, so he is. He, he, uh, he loves them animals. <coughs> King Charlie. He'd be, a, he'd be a good PETA spokesman, apparently. He would. Um, so he takes them home, introduces them to King Charlie, and uh, then the not-so-grandmother arrives, who is disappointingly still recast. Um, obviously nobody was listening when we gave our rant about her being recast, and it was obviously the same woman. Um, but she arrives at the pod. She arrives at the apartment and comes to apologize for how she treated Nina. She invites Ben and Nina to dinner at her house, and Ben hesitantly agrees, despite wondering what could she possibly be up to. True that. Meanwhile, back at the workbench, Andy's having no luck translating the ancient demon writing. Mary Pat notices and talks about her lucky fairies. Oh, you're into the supernatural. She was very obsessive over her fairies. I love my fairies. They keep me safe. Oh, crap. We're going to have an interruption. interruption. People, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to have an intermission. Um, We'll be right back. And we're back. And I hope you've been encouraged to buy the Benford new (sighs) Power Saw 6000. Power Saw? 
circle saw. Let's go. Let's be accurate here. I wanted to say band saw or table saw or miter saw. Miter saw. Uh, miter saw. Uh, 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 Dude, I could miter saw all day. Anyway, as I was saying, forty-five degrees. Before we had a get, we had a guest in the studio. Yes, we did. As I was saying, Mary Kate was talking about her fairies. Oh, you're into the supernatural. I see. I wish you'd bring up the recap so I could read it. I'm sorry. I was enjoying your. Mary. Oh, Mary Kate, Oh, still dear. not. There's Facebook. You like the supernatural, eh? Me and my fairies. Where are we? we I don't know there, why I'm talking like an is. old Irish lady with there the fairies. I've fixed it. Anyway, she says, well, I got to go outside and start smoking. Because, <laughs> you know, if I could just give up these dang <laughs> things, if my fairies could help me. <laughs> Next then, thing you know. Sam realizes something. She gonna smoke by the propane tanks, <laughs> and then at once I was like, "Yes, yes," because by this time I was sufficiently annoyed with her, her, my fairies, yes, and fairy talk, and then all at once we hear kaboom, yes, kaboom, 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 and then they rush out and they're like, "Oh, are you okay?" Oh, and somehow she has survived and she's unharmed except for her magnificent hair at this point. Yes. It, I must say that hair rivaled Ben's hair in the previous episode when Nina was giving him a haircut. True that. They she says had some great hair. Oh, on. fairies, you've spoken loud and clear to me. <laughs> I'll never smoke again. <laughs> Sam notices that the blast somehow entirely avoided her. Next thing you know, who appears? Steve. Yes, Steve. Not Tony, but Steve. Not Stevie, but Steve. Steve, as played by Michael Ian Black, who twitters a lot. Yes, Steve. He appears and explains he's now a guardian angel in charge of protecting, yes, Mary-Kate. And he's moaning and, and stuff because it's an entry-level position and and he doesn't like doing it, but he's going to He's in it. charge of this accident-prone crazy yes. woman. He figures, you know, you got to start somewhere. Explains that Tony and little Stevie are relaxing at a spa. Yes, at the spa. And Sam asks him to translate the scroll. He gives it a try and explains it's an incantation to compel the devil to appear and enter into a duel. Sort of like, hum diddle, hum diddle, hum diddle. I'll be seeing him Thursday night at Bamaji. I'm proud for you. Me too. He'll probably be drunk. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was on the thing last night, too, yeah. with Miranda. Was he? I'm sorry, Rabbit Trail. Country music. Oh, we're we're sorry. <laughs> we're, anyway, it's gonna get the devil to appear, duel with him. Steve asks for a day to render it phonetically. Now Sam has to, oh Sam has to just find out what he is good at. Which in the previous episode of Rippercast, <laughs> one of our dedicated listeners asked us what we could beat the devil at, and we discovered that we're not really good enough at anything. Eating. There we can. <sighs> Competitive eat because I think I could beat Kobayashi at competitive. No, I can't not, eat that many hot dogs, man. Chicken, maybe. Yeah. I think I could take them at chicken. <laughs> anyway. Some wings. So back at home, Sam decides that the Sweet. clarinet is his thing Sweet because he played it in third grade and his teacher said, You're better than the fourth graders. He plays a little ditty. And then Andy gives it a try and like plays something really simple and blows him out of the water. She's like, I played it all through high school, Sam. I'm sorry. I just don't think you can beat the devil at this. And we thought at this time, yes, go ahead and we tell. had to put the TiVo on pause because we had our 
great thought that once again inspired us that we should write TV. I thought, and Jared agreed. I agreed that I thought this weeks ago. Did you? But then I realized what you were getting at, and then yep. your, your point made so much better. But but we realized that instead of the clarinet, they should have brought out a fiddle. And he should have tried to challenge the devil to a fiddle playing because of the devil went down to Georgia song, which if you haven't heard it, where have you been? And in the song, Johnny challenges the devil to a fiddle playing contest, and the you know if he loses, the devil gets his soul, and it's pretty much the reaper... In, in the song, you know, the whole devil Sam dynamic in the song. Um, but instead they chose to go with the clarinet, and I was very disappointed. Um, but anyway, then we unpaused the DVR and went for it. Sam admits it's a lost cause. He sucks at everything. The game start. they start drinking and playing quarters. And, you know, Andy's trying to encourage her man. Sam remembers, you know, I'm good at something. You remember, we used to play quarters, and I never lost. I'd be the designated driver always, because I never lost. And then he's like, put it on the floor, and he puts the shot glass on the floor, and from all the way across the room, he flicks it in. The man has some mad quarter skills. He's like, great Scott, I've got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very nice. So then he decides that he's going to play quarters. And uh, Ben and Nina arrive at, his, at Ben's grandmother's house, the... um. Not so subtly recast grandmother. Um, she has come in. She tells him to come in and meet Father O'Malley, an exorcist. Um, ben is immediately alarmed because, of course, Nina is a demon, and you know. But Ben's grandmother wants Nina cleansed of her evil. But Ben insists that he loves Nina just. Father O'Malley, is. Father O'Malley. Yes. But Ben insists that he loves Nina just the way she is. Grandmother Gonzalez warns him that he's out of the family until Nina is cleansed. Ben is dead. He no longer has a family, and Nina feels so sorry about this. But then, back at the um, back at the house, Sam continues to practice his mad skills while Andy drinks on his behalf. If I had a quarter right now, I could bounce it in that cup. <laughs> because I'm actually good at quarters. Somebody has to drink when, yeah. I used to play quarters at work because mm-hmm. I was bored all the time. Uh-huh. So I would take a quarter and chop it into a cup all day. Yeah. I'm pretty good at it. That'd be sweet. Um, so then she wonders if Sam hates her. And she said, I broke up with you and weren't there when you needed me. And then Sam's like, I understand. And this would be a lot for anybody to handle. You know, their boyfriend, the devil owning his soul and having to catch souls and stuff like that. And, but she uh, tells him that she's got a great idea and insists that they take their relationship to the next level. But, of course, Sam is a gentleman, and because she's drunk, he's like, I got a better idea, and puts her to bed so that she, she can get some rest. She's dirty. Yes, she does. But they don't. He's a gentleman. Yes. So he leaves her to get some rest, and the next morning, Ben and Sock are arguing over Sock's invention of a sex move called the shark attack which shark he attack. which he goes in and, and gives a disturbing description of um breaks me right out but ben ben ben's like dude that's not even original because the egyptian pharaohs did it like thousands of years ago 
Because where you think the pyramid, something related to the pyramids came. It's probably called the, uh, yeah, the pyramid or something. or something. Anyway, but, you know, I am coming raw. I have come back. <laughs> Night at the Museum too. Good movie. Funny movie. We saw it. Um, <coughs> but uh, after the disturbing demonstration, uh, Steve appears to Sam, gives him the translation and a copy of the devil's suit, and he says that according to the translation, Sam needs to appear as the devil's reflection and behave just as confidently. Um, so Sam's all gung-ho about that. And then... Ooh, man, I just looked at the wrong time. Uh, um, it's Ben and Nina eat. Nina thanks him for standing up to his grandmother despite the fact that he got disowned. And he says that, you know, she really will never forgive him and he'll be dead to the family and stripped of his public identity and all traces of Ben Perez Gonzalez. He had like he five four names. names. Four names. Sure I can't remember one of them, but, uh, all traces of him will be um, erased, and then they he gives her some sugar. And then as that's going on, Pessy comes up, and he tells him that there's someone towing his car. And the phone is ringing, and really? it will ring twice more, and then it shall be over. Because I'm not going to get it. Um, but Ben runs outside and discovers that his cousin Jose is taking his car, and he's like, Jose, what you doing? No way, Jose. But then his... Her grandma, his grandmother sticks her head out the window and she says, you know, I'm having the car repoed because she co-signed on it. And since Ben is dead to her, it's her car because she co-signed it. Pessy's like, I would get you a Pontiac. You like a Pontiac? <laughs> yes. I can get you a nice Pontiac. But Ben's still not... I love Pessy, people. He's Pessy awesome. Pessy is an awesome character. So awesome. Ben is still not consoled. Meanwhile, at the workbench. Meanwhile, back at the workbench. Um, that night, Sam puts on the suit and invokes a surprise devil to come. <laughs> he does the hush up, hush He's like, what is this? What? What's, what's happening? <laughs> oh, Sammy. That was a funny moment. He quickly recovers and congratulates Sam. Then ask what Sam plans to challenge him at slacking, ha ha ha, failure, ha ha. Sam challenges him to the game of quarters. <laughs> the game's quarters. Yes. The devil accepts, and they play for five shots. Sam goes first, and makes all five. Now it's the devil's turn. As he shoots and scores, he apologizes. Two scores. Oh, I had to do it, <sighs> and the crowd goes what? <sighs> Anyway, he's apologizing for underestimating Sam and assuming, you know, he'll mess up, but uh, he makes all five and he tells Sam, you know, too bad, that's the end of the contest. You didn't clarify, you said five. It's a tie, which means you didn't win. Devil notes he might give Sam a rematch if something to sweeten the pot. Something to make it worth his while. Worth my while. So... Then Ben and Sock go to his grandmother's house while Nina waits outside. Turns out that Ben has stolen everything he ever gave to Grandmother Gonzalez, including the ashtray he made in the fourth grade. Christmas snowflakes. Everything else. And he's like, she's not, she's not the only one that knows how to hit where it hurts. Frosty. And then Sock 
took Ben's DVD player. <laughs> he took Nanny. He took Grandma yeah. Gonzalez's. And it's Blu-ray, dude. Yeah, it plays Blu-ray. We get to go back in. Yeah. Um, Nina decides it's all wrong, and she's like, I'm not going to be the one that tears you apart from your family. She insists that nothing can happen to her, and she'll fake the exorcism, and all will be normal, and she'll, you know, and Ben will be back in the family. Ben is worried she could get hurt, but Nina's like, dude, I'm a demon, I'll be fine, I can just fake it, I'll handle it. Mm-hmm. Now at the bar, Andy brings Gladys to help Sam translate the scrolls. It's nice to see Gladys again, we haven't seen her in a while. Sam explains what happened and Gladys checks the writing. She realizes that Steve's an idiot and he can't <laughs> read. Steve said I'm, Tony was the reader. Yeah. And he said, I knew that fool couldn't read. Sam should have used a mirror as a distraction because when Sam talks about the devil wanting to receive some... Oh. The devil's vanity is his weakness. Crap, I can't and, read. And if you'd had a mirror, then the devil would have been too distracted by his own reflection to shoot the quarters accurately. Meanwhile, Sam says, it's too late though, but the devil says he'll only give me a rematch if I can make something worth his while. And then Andy <laughs> goes and says, Gladys... How do I get a meeting with the devil? And then when we broke the commercial, I said, Oh, holy crap. Oh, holy crap. I think. Oh, boy. Gladys wanted to make out with Andy. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, I mean, I do Okay. Too, I'm not going to make out with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. That funny. was hilarious. I just got to say, it's then, hilarious. Ben, anyway. ben and Nina go back to the grandmother's house. Father O'Malley is waiting. Oh, his name was Father O'Malley. Father O'Malley. I yes. didn't know that. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> they go upstairs to begin the exorcism. Socks at home drinking a Coke. I refuse to say soda. He's drinking I'm some say pop. Coke. Oh. And For all you northerners, he's drinking he, pop. He finds a note to Nina. Well, he's drinking Coke. From Nina. To Ben on the table. He opens it and reads it. It says that Nina said that she lied about the exorcism and it will work and she'll be sent back to hell. She preferred to go back to hell than separate Ben from his family, which proves to me that she's overcome her former demon habits, such as ripping them apart and eating them. Yes. Um, Sock races off unaware that one of them toads, Ben brought home them druggy toads was in his drink. As he drives, he starts to hallucinate. That was hilarious. I was laughing. But as Father O'Malley proceeds to tie Nina down to the bed, Ben asks for a minute alone with her. He gives her a kiss, and Nina tells him that she loves him. And Ben's like, he's all playing it off. He doesn't know. Yeah. So he goes down and sits with his grandmama. And then Sock tries to keep control as as he drives, but he's still like a babbling brook. And he's he's seeing know, Ben's grandmother yeah. everywhere screaming at him, screaming trying to him. stop him. His tongue starts to swell. My tongue is He tries to run her down, and well, he hits a mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny scene. Anyway, Meanwhile, Father O'Malley. <laughs> I just had to say that he begins the exorcism. Ritual. He sprinkles holy water on Nina, which means her, <laughs> makes her scream in pain and sizzle. 
Uh, ben and his grandmother are listening downstairs as screams ring out throughout the whole house. And Ben is sitting there laughing because he thinks that she's doing a mighty fine job at faking it. Um, Sock comes in, but is too wasted to explain that in fact the exorcism is working. He runs upstairs to stop the exorcism and breaks into incoherent rambling. Nina takes this opportunity to say, Oh my, I think I'm cured. I think it worked. But I think it jumped over to him. Yes. <laughs> and he's father's possessed. like, he grabs him. I'll handle this and wrestles Sock to the ground. Boy, so Nina a, has escaped. With a great tackle. It's like <laughs> that Subway commercial where the, the guy gets tackled and the granddaddy goes second down. It was fun. Um, so Nina escapes, and the next day, meanwhile, at the workbench, um, the devil appears, and he asks how his lapels look. And Sam, and he tells him that Sam has indeed gotten a rematch, and Sam's like, what? How? And then the devil's like, somebody made it worth my while. And he your tells sweet him, woman. yes, your sweet girl has put up her soul as collateral. Sam is taken aback. And disturbed. He's upset. And shocked. And he goes to Andy and tries to confront her, but she refuses to change her mind because, you know, it's a woman's prerogative. And uh, she insists that she needs to do it and believes Sam can beat beat the devil. So then the added pressure of, boy, it's Cousin Skeeter. He's on Sports Center. Um, the added pressure of, you know, Andy's soul being up up for collateral is on Sam now and you just knew something bad was going to happen after that um that night however Sam and Andy arrive for the challenge the devil takes a photo of Andy for his trophy case and then he sits down to play and then he remarks how he likes the woman's touch because a nice white tablecloth has been draped over the table where they'll play the game and stuff and then However, Sam reveals a special surprise that Andy had brought something else to the party. He rips the tablecloth off and there's a mirror. And dun, he says, dun, dun. this time I think you'll go first. So the devil goes first and he's like, he gets the quarter and he's looking down and he sees himself in the mirror and he's just starting to admire himself and rub his Yo, face so and fix his vain. hair. Yes. Probably the song came on the radio. Yeah. Made me think of this. Boy, I wish she was still alive. Um... But anyway, so he's distracted and can't make the first four shots, but he finally covers his eyes because he's a genius and makes the fifth shot. Then he smashes the glass and says he's a bad loser. You know, um, Sam's like, there's shot glasses in houseware. So he runs upstairs and goes and gets one, and he finds one, and Steve arrives. He's like, I'm a bumbling idiot. I translated it wrong. And then all of a sudden he takes Sam's hand and crushes it. He apologizes. Yeah. As he crushes it. Yes. And he explained that it's for the best. And then he leaves. At this point I'm getting angry. I was like, dude, Steve. I'm angry at this point in the episode. Yes. Mike, there's no way. Why in the world would he do such? Sam returns to the table and refuses to forfeit, but he can't even hold the quarter in his right hand. Then he's like, I still have one hand. He tries with his left. He doesn't even take his time. and He misses the first four shots, and then the devil chuckles as he misses the fifth. But all three, he's like, this is painful to watch. (coughs) This is terrible. Terrible. 
And so now the devil has both their souls. And I'm angry at this point. I am furious. And later the guys drink. And uh, and they commiserate. Ben, they're like, who's had a good week? And then, or who has had the worst week? And they all go over their weeks and about how Andy's like, I lost my soul. Sam's like, I have no way to get on my deal. Sock is like, I got high on a toad. Or I got drugged and, and was high and hallucinated about Ben's grandmother. And Ben's like, I had a pretty good week. Um, But then they leave. Sock and Andy, or Sock and Ben hug Andy, and then they run for the car. Sam says, look, I feel terrible about letting her down and, and, and losing her soul. But then Andy gives him some sugar and insists that she doesn't feel any different. She says that she still loves them and they'll have time together before their souls are taken from them. Ooh, what happened to Lee Corson? Oh, um, Andy, you know, she's like, we'll have time together. And Sam says he's happy too because, you know, he'll finally get to be together with it. Um, Steve appears to them both and they throw rocks at him and start stoning him. And, uh, um, and all of a sudden, he's like, hey, wait, hey, throwing rocks ain't gonna fix anything, and then he steps backwards and, and unfolds his newly acquired wings and says he's acting on orders from heaven, and he got his wings, you know, just before that for breaking Sam's hand. Sam's like, wait a minute, dude, you got your wings for breaking my hand, what in the world did you break my hand for? And then, he's like, he flies up a little bit and says, you're not alone. And ascends to heaven with a choir of angels. Now, Jared. angels sing. Now, Jared. What? At this point, I'm furious. Angry. Because at this point, I know that we have not been picked up by the CW. And I'm motivated. Seeming. Yes. I'm seemingly motivated and now. Listen. More than ever. Listen, okay. Nobody wants to hear these words. But on the off chance that we are not picked up for syndication, there are so many loose ends that that episode left. That episode gave me no fulfillment. It was it perfect. It fulfilled me up till the end. Listen, it was perfect right until the last scene. Because, okay, now we don't know if we're not picked up. And, and you know, heaven forbid Reaper not get picked up for a third season after this finale. Because if we're not picked up... We don't know what happened to Sam's daddy. It was a bold we move by the producers what. who yes. left. Yes, it was a gamble. And who left? Producers who left. So, through our anger and, and sadness that the season was over, me and Jared came up with an <coughs> alternative. Whereas, if they had tied on the second contest, then we could have at least you know been left up to our own devices as to what happened to Sam. Well, if they tied... The, yeah. They don't win. Yeah, they don't win, but at least, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just confused. I had this all thought out, and then it doesn't work anymore. I'm just confused as to what happened, you know, what happens now. Is he going to keep catching souls? Is she going to... If they don't I get mean, they could third get... season, I'm going to feel screwed over. Yes, exactly. Severely by the last two seasons. But on the other side of the coin, the other pleasant side of the coin, if they do get... A third season, which we are 
in total agreement of, and we think that there's no way they could possibly not give us one. Get out of that candy. I want a Tootsie Roll. Um, but if they do get a third season, they have so many directions to go as far so as... So many. See, that's why I don't know what they could be delaying on as far as the syndication because of the, that finale set up season three perfect. Yes, I mean, but with the chance of right now... Yeah. <coughs> and that's why I can't grasp why they did the finale quite that way. I mean, I, I just think it's too big of a gamble to take. Maybe too. You know, I love the show, and I'm sorry, I'm eating a tootsie roll right now. Maybe um, too. I love the show, and I want it to continue, especially now. But, you know, it's a big gamble. Yeah. Especially considering we're canceled by the CW and we're in limbo as far as syndication. I would have liked everything to be wrapped up with a nice little bow, you know, as far as the storylines are concerned with Sam's dad and, and and Sam and Andy and Sam's soul. Like, if he had gotten out of his deal with the devil, yeah. I mean, then then we would have been wrapped up if if we are canceled. Now, that said, I don't know what we'd have done with season three if it had gotten out of his deal. But... I mean, you know, with people all grim and, and and facing the possibility that we have no season three, that would have been nice. But with the positive news from the affiliates that they're, you know, on board with Reaper possibly returning, then I'm ready for it to return. So it better return or I will be furious, is what I'm saying through this whole entire rant. Because I don't feel that that wrapped up the show adequately. They're running sausages. Indeed. Boy, we're... But... And I think Jared feels the same way. I don't know when he returns. He might can speak on this, but... But, um... I just don't Ooh, feel like... Fair and agony yes. I, feel. I just oh. don't feel like it's been wrapped up. I don't feel like they did a good enough job with the finale in case we don't come back. Yes. Which we would love. Now, don't get us wrong. We're not all despaired and... But we would love to come back for season three. I'm just saying that it's just going to make me really, really sad. <laughs> if, and I laugh just then because we're watching, we get, they're showing funny stuff. Sports bunkers. <laughs> they're showing. Oh, man. And the Mariners moose just ran over like a Boston Red Sox player with a four-wheeler. And then Charles a, Barkley. And then Charles Barkley hit somebody with a golf ball. But anyway. So yeah, that was in Birmingham. I'm really, really sad. Yeah, I'm really, really sad about that finale. If we don't get a season three, if we do, I'm pumped because we got <coughs> so many directions that it could go in. Indeed. You know, but, so I'm a realist, people. Yeah. Now I understand the corporate world is cutthroat, which is exactly why they use my that problem. analogy in the in the business casualty. That's my problem right you know. now. And I am not pleased with the fact that we could end. On this note, despite Sam knowing he's not alone, we have no rapper. True so, that. So, good heavens, I hope he comes back. I but as well. Anyway, that is the end of the episode. It was a great episode right until the end because it made me sad that it might end on a note that I'm not totally satisfied with, but it was a great episode, and I enjoyed it on until that scene. And heaven forbid, please, somebody pick it up. <laughs>
Um, it's a great show, and it'd be a shame to end with any of the storylines not wrapped up. Um, so, please, somebody hear our pleas and pick it up. We're proud of all the work that y'all are doing to ensure that we get a season three, and y'all just keep on writing your affiliates and keep on joining campaigns everywhere. I mean, check out the DMV. They have the latest information at ReaperDMV.com. Um, and uh, what we want to do now is we want to tell you where ReaperCast is going um, in the next few weeks. After this episode, it'll be our last one as far as, you know, episodes because there are no more, obviously. But what we want to do is try to get for y'all to respond to this episode with your thoughts on anything, you know, pertaining to the show or otherwise. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Anything. And what we're going to try to do if we get enough responses is to have like a mailbag episode where we can address your comments and your 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 musings about the finale and we would very much enjoy doing that so if you would um even if you've never emailed before please 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 give us an email for the mailbag episode yes send in your favorite reaper moments anything there's yes. just we need like we need let's let's throw a number out yes that that it that you know, like usually motivates, motivates people yes what do we need Jared wants to go with lofty expectations and throw out a 10. Are those lofty? Well, that's that's five more than we got the last time we threw out a number. I know. So we're going to go for 10 emails. But is that for too, our, is no, too few? No, I think, well, we're going to go for as many emails as we can possibly get. We had 48 subscribers at last year. I want a minimum of 10. So everybody email us in and we will have a, a mailbag episode. Lovely long emails. Yes, and and we will discuss. <coughs> you can even respond with hate mail with how, you know, distraught that you are that we hated the ending of the Reaper finale because it because I know some of you loved it because I've talked to some of you yes about it and here's the many ways and, you can reach us one more time. You can reach us for sure at back four zero podcast. It's back forty podcast at hotmail dot com, or you can try us at. Big Bang Podcast at live.com. Or you can just post on the blog. I know those three ways work for sure. You can attempt mail at reapercast.com, but I did not renew the domain name because we never used the website. I will, I will I be sure and check it, for. though. And I will check all three of the other addresses, and we will get your email in the episode. So please, 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 we beg of you like we've never begged before. Please email us so that we can have a good mailbag episode. And then, when the DVD comes out on June 9th, we will run to Walmart, get it, and then probably review it like we did the last episode, and then we will go from there, or the last uh, DVD review that we did. And hopefully there's not one of those pieces of paper that, like, oh, it made me so infuriated. Um... But anyway, so we'll do the DVD review and then go from there as far as whatever comes up. Um, We'll let you know. But please email us. We really enjoy doing this, and we love to do an all-listener email episode of ReaperCast, and we figure now is a good time to do it, especially since, you know, we won't, if we don't do this, we won't have another way to reply to all your findings and, and how you thought of the finale. So we thought this would be a good time to do that. So please get your emails in, and... 
other than that, that is the end of the podcast. Unless you have anything to add. I do. Add. Add away. In, in, lo- in lieu of a wonderful presentation I watched on Wednesday night, entitled a tribute to the king of music, period. George Strait. Goodbye. Farewell. So long. Some word in another language I don't understand. Vaya con Dios and be good with God. Vaya con Dios. Good luck. Wish you well. Take it slow. Easy come, easy go. Very good. Very good send-off. Grab your emails or type them, send them in. Whatsoever, we'll be back with an email episode. Everybody wish Jared well as he struggles to return from his sore throat and other ailments, and as he goes to summer camp this week. Going to band camp. Yeah. Not really. So, but uh, when he gets back, we will do the mailbag episode. I'm going to get married, people. Yeah, he's going to get hitched. It's, it's finally happening. I've never even met your fiance. I met her a week ago. <laughs> We're getting married in two weeks. Yeah. Um. It's not shotgun <laughs> or anything. I'm just playing. I am in a wedding, though. So, but um, that's what we'll be doing in the near future. But we appreciate you listening throughout this whole two years or however long we've been doing this and putting up with this and and all our rants and stuff. But we really enjoyed this. We enjoyed meeting y'all, and we'd love to hear from y'all about this episode. So, again, be sure to get your emails in. But that is it. And with that, we say adios. We have got some garbage. There we go. It's a adios. Bio con Dios. Good luck. Take it safe. Wish you well. Take it slow. Easy come. Easy go. Goodbye. <laughs>